Oh yeah, here I am, back again. On another... Well, yeah, yeah, that's right, I'm uh, still doing this podcast, if anybody's listening. I'm still doing this podcast called Life in... kind of like uh, improvising something right now kind of uh, just a chill track that uh, you're, you're hearing it first right now yeah that's pretty cool and you know that's kind of my favorite thing to do when I'm in like FL studios and I'm just like messing around with stuff I could just randomly try out things Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. That's very chill. Hope you enjoyed it too. So uh, yeah, that's kind of the whole point of this whole show is that I just like to do things on a level of having fun, enjoying myself, uh, creating things that are just really unique and just, you know, go with it. And that was right there, just going with it. And in fact, I was actually using a VST plugin. Uh, it's called 7D Poly and Amlehi. This is the 7D Poly sound. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then you just throw some reverb on it. And it's really, really, really chill. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, but let's get down to business now because this is a business show now, I guess. So we'll go ahead and we'll just uh, wrap ourselves around the ideas that I have in my head and we'll just go through the adventures into space. That's what the podcast is. And I just want to remind everybody that everything that I say is 100% my 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 opinion 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 yeah it's a opinion based show so 100% my opinion you know is totally about me about my opinions and about just what i'm going to rant about and whatever you know stuff like that in general so uh, just keep that in, you know, in check and everything and uh, you'll yeah, just enjoy the podcast. And if you enjoy it, then maybe other people will enjoy it, too. If you want to you know, share with people, I have no problem with that. So I, uh, I'm not going to go too deep into trying to self-promote, but that's actually what the topic is today. So I guess I'm going to talk about self-promotion. So, yeah, what is uh, what is self-promotion? What do we do with it? And, um, uh, yeah, that big bad word self-promotion. And some people tend to shy away from self-promotion because of the reaction some people give you when you're doing it. Because today, in today's time, it's real easy to, how do you say, uh, bug people with your own self-promotion. So, yeah, sometimes people take it, like, the wrong way or they get kind of irritated, you know, so... 
We'll just talk about different types of self-promotion. Maybe what's the best way to self-promote. So that way you're not like, you know, jamming it down somebody's neck or like, you know, for instance, making it look too obvious that you're trying to be, you know, self, how do you say, getting attention and all these things and whatnot. So yeah, I guess self-promotion is kind of an interesting topic. I would imagine that would be what most people want to do after they make some content and they want to get some recognition for it. So we can't, you know, blame people for doing it because that is definitely just the one thing people do when they do things like that. So it is natural to want to be able to share with everybody. And of course, sometimes we all think that it's really, really, really awesome. You know, like, hey, look at my stuff. But maybe somebody else takes it a different way and doesn't think it's that great. So you also kind of have to put yourself in check and things, you know, of that kind of, you know, thought pattern. You got to think about things, you know. But anyway, just recently, I mean, I guess if I go into it, we'll just talk about it. Uh, creating some sort of way to self-promote, right? So uh, there are many ways to self-promote. And a lot of the times you have to wonder which ones are actually going to be worth your time investing in and whether or not they're going to work or whether or not it's even worth getting into. Uh, but I do notice that there are a lot of scams out there too. So uh, you have to be aware that uh, there's a lot of scams where people just want to get you to join their services or they just want you to pay them for services, uh, for services, you know, rendered and things of that, uh, you know, kind of content based things like Instagram and SoundCloud uh, repost network type things and whatnot. And I talked about that last time, but uh, sometimes those aren't always the best ways to go because they kind of give you fluff and things of, you know, that sort of, you know, technicality, you know, you don't want to have too much fluff on your account and you don't want to have too much stuff happening where it looks like, you know, there's really no real fans on your page. They just happen to be a bunch of random robots or something like that, you know? So, uh, yeah, you know, definitely getting a, a good fan base and a good content, how do you say page and creating that and getting people to actually enjoy your content is kind of one of those difficult things to do out there, especially like I said, since there's a lot of people out there trying to get you to use their service or whatever, or just lying to you in that, in that, in that manner, I guess. So, uh, one, one kind of way that I kind of, uh, thought that was really interesting, kind of fun actually to do is, uh, go online and, uh, there are different services you can go out there, which you can actually create like little business cards or little flyers and things. And you can actually put down like, you know, whatever your logos are or whatever, you know, you're about, or, you know, words of, you know, you know, explains what you're doing and things like that, that you can then, uh, you know, print out, or you can actually have them make you actual physical business cards and things like that uh, that are actually kind of cool. You can go around and you can, you know, hand them out to people or you can put them in places. Maybe people will discover them. And it's just kind of a neat little way to kind of get people to discover you. Uh, now, uh, of course, you don't want to like, you know, go around and knock people's doors and, you know, leave little cards and stuff because they might get, you know, irritated with those things. But, uh, you know, I do find ways of maybe kind of like making it mysterious, but actually kind of fun. So, uh, just recently, I printed out some Life in Space cards. Uh, they're like little square cards that actually have a QR code. And this is actually uh, something that I've noticed that is now becoming kind of a... Uh, I don't know if you would call it like a trend or something. I don't know. But uh, as soon as I did it, I just within a week or so, I just noticed that like almost everybody's doing the exact same thing now, which is interesting, you know. But uh, yeah, I just discovered these QR codes. In fact, they've been around for a while. I never really was paying too much attention to them. And then I kind of like thought, you know, what's a good way to actually get people to go to your profile 
And so uh, printing out a QR code would actually uh, allow someone to scan scan this uh code if you would call it it's like a little square with little dots and stuff that actually have a barcode on it and this barcode uh, has like a link or an address that you go online and you can just have them go directly to your content by just scanning it right on their phone and so uh i've been seeing a lot of business cards that have these on there i've been seeing a lot of commercials now for people doing these qr codes in fact if you even watch tv i guess uh there's a lot of like things on tv where you know they might have like a fund or something like that where they're trying to raise, you know, funds for something or there's some sort of like, you know, charity or whatnot. And you can actually just scan the QR code on your television. It goes directly to that specific link and then you can just, you know, join from there. So uh, I have noticed that that's like becoming like this thing that I've just been seeing like like recently, like heavily, you know, uh, everybody's got their own QR codes and they have their own links to, directly to their websites. And uh, I found this really interesting one. It's kind of nice. It's called Flow Page and it's our Flow Code uh, and it's actually free and you can put as many links as you want in it. And it's almost like a link tree. In fact, uh, I do know that they have this thing called a link tree and it's something that I've heard about for a little while, but I was never really interested in it until about now because uh, if you have, uh, you know, many multiple outlets such as like SoundCloud or podcasting, websites, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, Twitter, blah, 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 you can actually put them all like in one spot. And this is kind of a nice thing. So you can actually have a page that is just one link that goes to all these different links. And uh, depending on what kind of service you're, you're using, you can actually make this almost into its own web page in a sense. So like, for instance, I have a life in space one. And uh, when you click on it or you scan it, it goes directly to this thing that says, welcome to life in space podcast central hub. From here, you can visit all the great features that life, life in space has to offer. So you can visit the SoundCloud music features, blah, 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 podcasts and all that stuff. And this has like everything. I mean, if you need emails, you know, you can email me directly from there. You can also go directly right underneath that is my podcast. So you can listen to the podcast directly from this link. And I just noticed that there's, you know, a lot of really cool things now out there that are just so easy to do now and you can just go directly to anything through a link and or a QR code I guess you can call it right I guess I'm getting new to this so uh, QR codes is actually something that I find very very fascinating in fact I believe that uh, they were trying to do something with the uh, blockchain or what they call crypto markets where they actually have QR codes set up uh, specifically for like you know like a digital wallet for instance so if you uh, decide that you know you need to pay your best friend some money or something like that you can scan the QR code it goes directly into an account that they have linked to that QR code so uh, that's just one thing that they use it for but this is great for like you know making links and things that you can actually just go directly to your content and uh, you know just then it becomes all about what you're doing you know so it's kind of nice to be able to do that and you can edit these and you can add as many links as you want or depending on what service you use I know that Linktree actually charges for this so uh, I'm not sure how much they charge per month but that's kind of pointless you know if you can go on this one thing called flow code it's free so uh, yeah that one I actually kind of thought was really cool and I actually do recommend it I'm actually using it and it's actually pretty cool now as for it actually doing the job that I'm asking it to do which is to have all my content there and people to go there and figure out what they want to listen to if they want to listen to anything that uh, you can actually track but uh, so far I don't really know how well it's going to perform because who knows really about my stuff right now so that's why I went to a website 
that allows you to print out cards and things. And so I thought that was kind of a cool idea. And it's really fun to design these things too. So you want to design a nice logo, something that kind of catches the attention of the people that are actually going to see it when they see it out in public. And uh, of course, getting that out to people might be the more difficult thing since, you know, especially what's going on with the whole virus and everything, you don't want to just come up to somebody and like, here, take my card, you know, that's going to freak them out, of course. So, uh, yeah, uh, what I thought about, and I don't know exactly what the regulations are on it, but uh, it's kind of cool just to go out and like find like, you know, light poles and where people actually put their own banners and maybe like signs and things up. And then you can just tape those up and then people can be walking by or something one day and they see that there's a podcast and there's a QR code and they can scan it. So that's just kind of my theory on it. And maybe that'll kind of, you know, get the word out that I have a podcast and, you know, if you enjoy it, then uh, that's cool, you know, and if people want to hear about it, then they can share it with friends and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, I just I kind of thought that that was kind of a cool way to do it. So, uh, yeah, that'll be really interesting to see if that actually does, you know, increase any kind of listenership and whatnot. But uh, again, it's still kind of like in theory mode right now. Uh, so I'm just thinking that this would be a possibility to maybe work. So uh, but for the most part of it, it's so cool having your own like, you know, unique contents and things that you can just hold on to that uh, represent you and are just things that you can be proud of that you actually designed yourself and things that are just really cool to hold on to, especially for the future. You know, if one day, you know, you want to go back memory lane and you can take a look at all the cool things that you did that you created for your own content so that's also really nice i also uh let me see not recently but i i did within the last year create a website and um there are a lot of different website like builders or websites you can go to to build websites yeah that's kind of funny websites to build websites you can actually find them and uh there are quite a few different ones you can get in fact there are you know maybe like five or six different ones if i'm correct i don't know maybe even more uh but you do have to be how do you say choose wisely because once you actually build a website through one of these services then you're kind of limited to what you can do uh for instance if you go to let's say wordpress uh i do know that they're actually one of the more affordable ones to go to uh in fact i believe just to have your own website up and running with your own domain it's like it's under the ten dollar mark uh now as for that there are some websites that have more better you know better features and things of that uh what i'm trying not to say things of that nature because one podcast i said it too many times so i'm trying to stay away from that uh there are different websites that are better that have better features but they do charge a lot more so uh, i did build one on this thing called wix and wix has a lot of really great features in fact the website looks fantastic the one that i put together but i think in order for me to have my own domain uh, i believe it's like 15 dollars for the domain and then you have to have their membership as well so you have to pay them monthly in order to do that so i think monthly it comes to like un just under like 20 bucks a month or maybe 14 i forget something around that area but i decided to decline doing that because you know just to add my domain name which would be like audiosurgeon.com would be awesome but not worth the money each month to invest in because not that many people are going to traffic my website you know, especially the way it sits now. Now, I know there's ways to get searched out there on Google and then maybe you'll get some sort of action. I doubt it. But, uh, you know, 
in order to go to that length of trying to get something on the internet, and if it's a website, that's probably gonna be the least trafficked area, especially if you have things like YouTube, SoundCloud, and you know other places that you can put your content on that people might discover you just on that. And not only that, people aren't gonna wanna transition directly from your website to another platform. So either you're gonna catch them with one platform, whether it's SoundCloud or you know iTunes or whatever your thing is, uh, to, to then put too much into it and then, oh, click here for this or click here for that. People aren't going to want to invest all that time into looking into it. So that's just something that I kind of figured because as of now, like my website, like I said, it, it draws the least amount of attention, even though it's a really nice profile for all my things. And that's kind of what I use it for. I kind of use it for just kind of like listing my, you know, my artist bio, uh, my, you know, discography, my basic information. Uh, now, of course, there are links all over it. You know, if you click something, you can go to, you know, my SoundCloud or my YouTube or my, you know, whatever. You can always go there and find all those links on there. And that's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. That is absolutely fantastic. It is one place with everything that you can possibly, you know, want directly leading to all my content. So it's kind of cool. Uh, but, uh, as for that, if I want people to find it, you know, how do you do that? Word of mouth? Yeah, it's kind of like that. I mean, obviously anything that anybody's going to discover out there is kind of done in that fashion, but let's just face it today with the internet and everything. It's just super, super hard to have you be, you know, more interesting than everybody else's stuff. And the thing that's funny about it is that, yeah, you know, there's some people out there that really think that their stuff is the hottest stuff on the planet. You know, like, oh man, my music is the best or, you know, well, yeah, to you it is, uh, you know, in, in fact, and I'm not trying to like knock anything and this is just my opinion, but there's a lot of stuff out there that really ain't worth the advertisement, you know, especially certain people's content that they don't put as much effort into it as that maybe I've seen, uh, you know, in somebody else's profile. So you kind of have to really, you know, think about whether or not anybody's going to be interested in that content before you go and invest in it as well. So that is something also keep in mind about, you know, when you do things like podcasting or you do things like releasing music is how how likely is anybody going to relate to my stuff? And is it even going to be worth, you know, going through all the effort to do all this? Because let's just, you know, think about it in this way. You can always throw a few bucks here and there at something and of course see results. Now that's how advertisement works and self-promotion and stuff is definitely linked to that as well. Because if you go on any platform now, you can self-promote anything. And again, like I said, determining whether or not it's worth self-promoting is definitely the one thing you have to keep in mind. So if you're thinking that you want to do it, uh, go for it, you know, take a look and see what kind of results you might get out of it. But not everything is golden, you know, not everything is a golden apple and not everything is going to come out your way. So don't be too disappointed when you find out that you only get 100 listens on something when you spend 14 bucks, especially on something such as like Instagram, which I think is a complete waste of time when you're trying to advertise anything on there. Because like I've mentioned before, that is all just one platform. And not only that, they don't allow you to put links on every single post that you put. So it doesn't make any sense unless you have one main link that you put on your profile that goes to all your things again, which let's go back a little bit would be like that link tree or the link flow, whatever I called it flow page. Uh, that's always a good thing to have because then that allows you to put all your links in just one link. 
So if you don't want if you don't know what I'm talking about, a link tree or the flow page or whatever you might call it, whoever else has these things out there, there's services that do it. And uh, you can just search it. Just search Linktree or, you know, uh, Linktree alternatives because there are there's a few of them out there you can use. And the cool thing is, like I said, you can make a QR code, which is like, I guess, the new thing, you know. So anybody can just take a photo of your, you know, QR code and then they can just, you know, pull up your Internet page or whatever and uh, there's all your content so that's what's it's pretty cool and not only that i also created a, a qr code directly for my uh for my uh what do you call it for my podcast which is really cool too so if you do have a podcast one thing you probably don't realize is that if you actually go on apple podcast connect or it's itunesconnect.com uh, you can have a, a itunes connect profile which is essential for uploading iTunes uh, podcasts or Apple podcasts directly to Apple. Now, of course, you do need an RSS feed and a place where you upload your uh, podcasts, which for me would be SoundCloud. So SoundCloud is a place where I go and I have my own SoundCloud RSS feed and I get to choose what I want to put on my RSS feed. So for instance, if I upload a song, I can leave that out and it's just on SoundCloud. But if I have a podcast, then I can have my podcast go to my RSS feed and then that RSS feed gets uploaded to Apple and Spotify and all those other places that are good for listening to podcasts. So that's also very nice. But, uh, let me see. The RSS feed is a it's it's nice because you can actually create these uh, links or these social platform you know links and QR codes directly on Apple Connect, and those are really cool because those go directly to your uh, Apple Podcast page or your if you're scanning with the phone it goes directly to Apple Podcast pulls up the podcast and then I'm not quite sure but it might even subscribe you to it as well at the same time which is really unique so if anybody scans that they immediately have it in their phone and they they can recall it at any time that they want to so that's also really nice to have as well and not only that you can create listen to on itunes or listen to on apple podcast logos that have their own links attached to them as well and that's like a little button you can include on any of your web pages or any of your social media outlets or whatever you might call it so those are always really cool to have you have that these little listen on apple music with a little you know music note and it looks like a little app button so those are also really cool you have all you have access to all that on the apple connect uh, website. So those are cool things that you can do. And you can create, like I said, an artist profile and all that stuff. But now with your RSS feed, uh, all your information leaked from your RSS feed goes directly to the Apple Podcasts. So anything in your descriptions, anything like your, uh, how do you say, your image that's on, let's say, for instance, SoundCloud, that all comes up on the RSS feed. And then that then goes to Apple Podcast, And that's like your little logo and everything on, you know, on your podcast show or whatnot. Now, I know there are some things like Spotify, for instance, that has like, uh, what do you call? They actually have more like features for the artists. You can actually upload more content. You can actually upload images and stuff and profile pictures and things like that on to directly to the Spotify profile. And then you can customize that. You can even put bios and things like that. And that's like an addition to like what you have instead of like with your podcast. And you can also do that for your artist page too, for instance. So it's kind of cool. 
And, you know, of course, uh, what do you do with all this once you have all your content up? You got all your, you know, your podcasts and you have all your music and then uh, it just sits there, right? It just sits there until somebody discovers it or walks by and says, hey, what is this thing, you know? And now let's say you are really good at making music, okay? And it just happens to be the best song ever anybody's ever heard you might get lucky and then all of a sudden it becomes something that everybody shares but likely it will not okay it, it's it's almost pretty much impossible to get a song out there and then refer to everybody as like the best song they ever heard it just doesn't happen anymore you know especially with things like you know artists putting music out on itunes and it'll just sit there gathering dust constantly in fact oh man i i mean the first time I actually uploaded something onto onto iTunes was probably way back in like 2016 or 17. It must have been when I first started making music, which was around that time. And it is now what, 2021? And my all-time listens on like iTunes hasn't even hit a thousand. So it's like almost there, but it hasn't quite. And you know, that's even with me putting up like things on SoundCloud and, you know, links and websites and things like that. It just, it, you know, it it doesn't really attract a whole lot of attention sitting on iTunes. So how do you get it out to people? Right. You know, uh, well, first off, I kind of quit the whole iTunes thing. Um, I kind of figured that it was kind of, you know, a waste of time, uh, putting all my stuff up there because, well, essentially you do want to try to do that, but you know, you get excited. You think, oh, well, people will listen to my music and I'll make money. It doesn't exactly work that way. Um, yeah, you do get paid for each listen that you get. And yes, they do add up. In fact, I kind of calculated it roughly about a thousand listens on iTunes is equal to about $5. So yeah, uh, to pay a service to upload things to iTunes and for instance, like, uh, what is it? Distro kid. And maybe there's some other ones out there that are charge a little bit of money per month or maybe per year. I don't know what they do, but uh, you're going to be investing a lot more in doing that and then getting little returns unless someone's really out there and you got like promotions or you're like, you know, somehow some YouTube star or whatever. Uh, you got to be hitting like, you know, at least maybe per month, like a couple thousand, maybe 10,000 listens a month to even make it worth your while. I mean, to even really give back the investment of uploading your things like, okay, for instance, SoundCloud is actually about 16 bucks a month. And I kind of figured it's fun for me to do podcasting. I'm not going to look for a return on my podcasting. I'm just going to invest the money for me and I'm going to have fun with it. I'm going to have fun doing podcasts. Maybe I get some of my music out there as well too. But, and you know, I do have things that are actually monetized on SoundCloud, but let's just say that that doesn't matter to me so much because even like I said, it's roughly about a thousand views or a thousand listens equals about five bucks. So it doesn't matter to me. But what would be cool is if you were making enough views to where it actually covers the cost of choosing some provider that, you know, uploads your stuff. So you, you kind of want to try to like hit that mark. If you can actually pay for itself, then you kind of already considered it like, like a win in a sense, you know, let's just say 16 bucks a month. That's what a thousand five for five. You probably have to hit about three or 4,000 views a month in order to cover your costs. 
So that's just about what you're looking at right there. And to be honest with you, I'm not even sure if there's really many YouTube channels or many people really talking about that, but there's your answer right there. Five dollars for about every thousand views so in order to cover a cost of any kind of service that costs monthly which is roughly about 15 14 16 bucks something around there you kind of got to get about three or four thousand views per month in order to cover those costs now anything above that obviously you're going to make something but it ain't going to be no you know high-end you know payout or anything like that. In fact, most of these services don't even allow you to take out the payouts unless they hit about 10 to $20. And then even still, like, I think there's one of them that's, what is it? There was some service that you had to like get at least a hundred dollars in earnings before you can even take anything out. So yeah, it doesn't make sense really to do that. Uh, but yeah, uh, as for that, like trying to self promo might help that. So and that's obviously what I was talking about earlier, self-promotion. So uh, how do we do this and how do we do this the right way? Because there are right ways and there are maybe like some annoying wrong ways to do it. Because I know that uh, there are, you know, websites and there are like communities, Discord, for instance, that allow people to go on there and they can join something like a service, not a service, but like a group of people. And a lot of the times they actually have a little area called, you know, self-promotion or something like that where you can then put like your songs or you can put links in there and people can like you know just flood this thing full of like their advertisements and stuff and they do that because people are going to come on there and they're going to do it anyway right it's because you know if you have a general chat that's on the you know a discord channel you don't want to have people keep flooding that up with a bunch of you know spam is what people will call it they're just spamming their things and trying to see if it sticks to the wall and if anybody's interested in it which believe it or not if it's a music uh, community and, uh, you know, for instance, they have a place where you can put your prom promotions or whatever you might call it, uh, those guys are also artists. So you're advertising your art to a bunch of artists, which are probably not going to be interested in your art anyway in the first place. So you're actually kind of like, you know, it's a catch 22 there. You're kind of like advertising to the same people that are doing their own advertising. So I'm not even sure if that's even really worth it. Uh, but you know, you can you can take your chances with that and maybe some you'll get a few listeners here and there. I, I rarely ever go scouting and I, I might call it scouting. Let's just call it scouting where you basically go and see what other people are up to and what they're doing on, you know, what their music sounds like or whatever. It's kind of like scouting in a sense. You're kind of like snooping around and seeing what other people are doing. I rarely ever do that, though. Uh, it's rarely ever, you know, something that I ever go and look at anybody else's stuff and then I determine whether or not I like it or not. But for the most part of it, I technically don't. And that's just the thing. I'm not really interested in seeing anybody else's stuff. In fact, to be completely honest with you, I haven't even really been interested in listening to music much even lately. And, uh, you know, I used to be kind of big into music before. I used to listen to like, you know, Linkin Park and a bunch of other bands and, uh, you know, Pink Floyd and, uh, you know, other groups like that. Uh, that used to be something that I used to do. But once I started getting into making my own music, it kind of like I started tuning out a lot of that stuff. I started tuning out a lot of different bands and I started like kind of like not wanting to hear other people's stuff. I just wanted to come up with my own 
own stuff. And so I've kind of like isolated myself from music actually for like the past couple of years now. And I haven't been that interested in listening to music. So technically when you do go on, you know, social platforms like that and you're trying to get the attention of other people, it's probably not the best to go and advertise it to other artists because they probably aren't really interested in your music. But yet they really kind of don't know and they're willingly doing it anyway. So they're putting their stuff up there as well. So it's kind of like a uh, a wall where everybody's throwing, you know, cheese and seeing if it sticks to the wall. And a lot of times you'll find out it just falls right off. So yeah, I don't know if that's exactly the best place to go do it. In fact, there are many other platforms too that are kind of similar to it. I mean, I remember even the master class even had an area for the Armin van Buren, uh, what do you call like discussion forums? And people were just putting a lot of their music on there. They, they just wanted to get their music heard and stuff. And to be honest, they don't like that at all. In fact, they had a little section where they say that you can put your music, but don't put it on the general forum because then you get yelled at and people get upset. And, you know, there's even like, you know, disciplinary actions where they can kind of keep you off of those platforms from talking and things which kind of then just kind of becomes an embarrassing kind of thing that now you can't go on there and take a look at stuff or whatever even if it was even interesting in the first place which a lot of it wasn't so and like I said before a lot of people are out there kind of thinking that their stuff you know doesn't stink and it's it's really the just the best thing that's ever you know they ever farted out so uh that's kind of the attitude of a lot of people on there so you have to be careful that you know you're gonna hear something that just sounds like you know whatever that kind of like club stuff that people you know are just kind of like farting out like I said and they think it's like the best thing that they ever done and that's totally normal though that's totally normal to feel that way. In fact, that's going to be your first thing that happens to you when you start making music. You're going to think that everything that you, you know, just have gas about, <laughs> if we're going to stick with that subject, uh, it just, you think it's just the greatest thing you ever seen or heard or whatever or put out. And then, you know, you realize that as time goes on, you then go back to your old stuff. You're like, man, was that really good? I don't know. You kind of look at it and you're saying, well, now the stuff I'm making now is much better than that. You know, but, you know, it's all perspective. I mean, it's all perspective. It's all depends on how you see it, I guess. But, uh, yeah, you know, in a lot of times doing those kind of things, putting links up in, you know, certain areas like that just puts off red flags and then people tend to get like touchy about it. So I kind of find myself not going too deep on that end as well. And of course, you know, there's the paid things such as like getting like credits to repost your tracks on other people's pages and things of that nature. I said it. Oh man. Oh well. Uh, yeah, things of that nature, but it, it is definitely something that will, you'll get caught up in though. So, uh, if you get caught up in paying for promotions and you get caught up and trying to have people like I know there's like people that'll DM you and they'll say oh submit your tracks and we will get you 500 followers right now and I guarantee you that a lot of those are fake and they're just going to be robots and I guarantee you in a year they'll all be gone because what's going to happen is these guys get busted for those things and then you end up losing all those you know followers or fake followers or whatever and the only thing they're trying to do is boost your numbers and if your numbers are boosted you're being fooled so you're just adding fluff to the whole situation if anybody's really going to be interested in your content, you know, and they hear it by accident or whatever might happen, uh, then they will be a fan, you know, but if they, if they don't think it's anything unique or whatever, then they're just gonna, you know, walk along the, the pathway and forget about it after a while. So that is just, you know, my observations on it, you know, I mean, 
this kind of stuff, let's just let's just be real. Uh, like, don't put all of your now. I'm trying not to say that term eggs in one basket, but uh, try not to put all of your attention in this because some people they get confused and then they they just want to do whatever it is like YouTubing and all this stuff. They 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 just want to get so far into it and then put everything they got into it and then see if it'll just take off. And it just, it doesn't work that way. It's super, super difficult to even get, you know, a few subscribers on this platform. So, and that's even a question of how that even works. You know, I, I do know that they have like these tips and tricks and things to, to like, you know, maybe getting you some sort of an audience. And they say that to be relevant and to have videos coming out every single day is going to get more attention out there than it would be if you just put one good thing out per like week or one thing out per month or whatever like that. So they're, they're kind of looking for quantity and not the quality. And that's really what a lot of YouTube is just a bunch of crap. It's all, it's all like talentless stuff and it's just quantity. None of it is quality product. And eventually maybe if you do get lucky and you put out a bunch of stuff and then you do decide to up the quality, you know, that's kind of like where maybe somebody then has maybe some talent, but I, I doubt it. You know, a lot of that stuff is just, it's, it's all pipe dreams and illusions and things, you know, that, I mean, Anybody with a lick of talent will probably tell you that that most people are just doing it as a pipe dream. So, so yeah, I mean, I guess we're back at square one. I mean, but what I'm telling you right now, the things that I've learned and the things that I've kind of like figured out, uh, these are just things that I've tried. And, you know, they kind of work, you know, you know, once in a while, it's kind of fun to get involved in your own content and create, you know, web pages and links and things and all this stuff. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with trying and there's nothing wrong with going out and, you know, maybe going a little further than you should and somebody yells at you for something that you did or like, oh, this is like, uh, how do you call, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Self-promotion, you know, oh, you should be ashamed or whatever. Oh, hey, this is the manager at the Life in Space uh, podcast. Uh, the term that he was looking for was uh, shamelessly plug your content or uh, basically plugging uh, shamelessly. Uh, but yes, um, and the other thing too to keep in mind is do not DM people with your promotions. That is a big, big no-no. You will definitely get crap for that. So uh, just keep in mind, don't DM people with your promotions. That is a 100% uh, mistake. Uh, so we'll go back to the podcast and we'll see you back on earth. So, uh, thanks for listening and we'll go back to audio surgeon. Like, uh, there's another word for it. I can't think of it right now, but if I had the word in my mouth, that would be really great. Um, yeah, I've just heard the term, you know, where people say self-promotion. It's like, you know, it's like something to do with like, you know, being annoying or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like your opinion, man. So, uh, you know, you kind of just have to like go with it, I guess, and just not be kind of like deterred by what people say. You know, again, it's it's kind of like how they feel. Or maybe they're just mad because their content doesn't go anywhere either. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if, 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 if anything, just, you know, try different things. And so what I'm going to do now and the next step that I'm going to do, which is just 
for fun, to be completely honest. You know, anything that I invest in is just for fun. It's all kind of experimental and it's just me kind of having fun with what maybe people will do or what trends and stuff. And I, I'm the last person to follow trends, you know, to be completely honest. Um, like QR codes have been around for a while and I, I'm pretty sure that's the new trend and that's, you're going to see them everywhere. I guarantee it. But, uh, like I happened to just come upon it on my own. I didn't have anybody tell me about it. I didn't go and find that there's like, you know, people using it all over the place until I just recently got into it. But I uh, like trends are like the last thing I fall into. And it's the last thing you really should result to because trends is just a whole upkeep thing. And when you're following trends to try to get uh, anything in, in this whole game, it, it's like a headache and it's stupid. And to be honest with you, like the last thing that I want to do is hear you. Like when you first start your video on YouTube is like the one thing that I hear the most is like, don't forget to like, and subscribe my video before I even start my video. So that's kind of like what I hear all the time. If, if I hear that at the beginning of your video, I already kind of figure that you're kind of like baloney in a sense, you know, even though you might have like 50,000 subscribers and this and that, but like, I don't know, I get a phony vibe off of that. And a lot of people try to, you know, ride the trend wave because anytime that there is any kind of hot topic going on, that as soon as they put a link in their title or, you know, they have uh, what do they call a certain picture that gets clickbait or whatever you might call it. That's like the game that you're playing with, with YouTube. And I, you know, it, it just, it, to me, it's kind of an unusual, sick game. Uh, I just find it to be irrelevant in the sense that anything you have to say is even really worth listening to. So, uh, I mean, I'm not saying to steer away from it. People are going to do whatever they want to do at the beginning of their video. And, you know, I typically try to stay away from that. I, I, you know, any of my podcasts you can listen to, I just say, if you enjoy it, you enjoy it, you know, whatever, take it as it is. It's my opinion. Have fun with it. If it entertains you, great. If you get any information, the most thing that I really would like is if people get any kind of information out of it. So, like I said, information is always key. Don't waste your time with anything that ain't giving you any kind of useful information. I always say that, number one. But like I said, those kind of tactics and those kind of things, they they really, those are my pet peeves, I guess if you call it, whatever pet peeve is. And that's a thing that I don't like when I see people doing content out there is that you're already promoting at the very beginning of your video. And that kind of throws me off. Uh, so yeah, self-promoting in your own video at the very beginning, kind of, kind of like, I don't know, I, I would kind of say it's a no, no in a sense, but a lot of people do it. A ton of people do it. In fact, majority of people do it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, um, like I said, this is all kind of experimental for me. I'm kind of having fun with it. So, you know, back to what I was talking about with the QR codes, uh, it'll be interesting to see if anybody even really scans them you know, uh, and it'll be great too, because I'm going to go all over. I'm going to go everywhere. I'm going to go all across the country. I'm going to do all these crazy things where I'm going to leave cards in places you won't even imagine. Uh, I'll tape them to bathroom stalls. I'll put them in mirrors and stuff, but I'm not going to force anybody to actually take it from me because that would just be kind of weird. But if you put them in places where people discover it on their own and they happen to scan it, it would be really cool because I can even see who scanned, not really necessarily who, but where exactly in this world somebody scans one. And then I can keep track of that. So I'm going to start small, though. 
I'm going to start very small. Uh, the very small part of it is just putting them up in like, you know, neighborhoods and stuff on light poles. And that's going to be kind of, you know, the bottom part of it where people can actually walk by and see it. And if anybody scans it, that'd be cool. It'd be interesting to see if somebody does. Um, I do notice actually though, I've, I've put up a few of them and, um, I've noticed a 50% increase on my, on my, uh, SoundCloud listens. So I don't know if it's due to that or if it's due to something else. Uh, but that was a very interesting surprise that I saw today. So that is something that I, maybe I'll credit to actually what I was doing was putting out these little QR codes. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here, but, uh, there's just many ways of doing it. So, and like I said, if somebody can't see it, they won't know it's there. So, uh, just, uh, I'll tell you, there's one website that's actually kind of nice for it. It's called vistaprint.com and you can make your own cards there. In fact, it's kind of cool. I mean, who has a business card to be honest? I mean, when is the last time you ever been, you know, talking to someone just, you know, whatever willingly. And then you're like, oh yeah, here's my business card. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just, uh, you know, if you ever need to contact me, here's, here's my business card. Or, or with a low voice, here's my business card. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's just uh, it's interesting to actually do that. You know, I mean, who actually has their own business card? <laughs> Especially when it's something as goofy as like a podcast or music, and you know, that's just kind of like it's it's funny. And then when somebody probably sees that, they actually kind of think it's kind of cool. So uh, that you actually took the time to actually make a business card. <laughs> And uh, these next ones for my podcast, they're actually like square. They're like little business cards, but they're in a square shape. So it's even more unique. It actually catches your attention even more than a business card because, to be honest, you're kind of used to seeing a business card, but these things are square. They're about the same size, a little bit bigger, but they're just square. So, And like I said, there's even places where you can go. And, um, I mean, there's like a – like. I don't know, stores you can go to where they actually have a billboard and people put their cards up. I mean, there are actually places where you could do that. People put their businesses up there if they're looking for somebody like a subcontractor or something or some sort of service. Like you can actually put those up on those boards and then people can discover you from there as well. And the great thing too is if you have a QR code on there, they don't actually have to take the card. They could just take a photo of it or what you do is actually how to use a QR code if you're not familiar with it. Uh, if you, if you just have like an iPhone and I'm, I think Android might do the same thing too. I'm not sure hundred percent, but all you have to do is just open up your camera. You don't even have to have an app for it no more. You just open up your camera and you put your phone right up to it and it'll automatically detect that it's a QR code and a link will pop up. You just tap it. So that's the cool thing about it. And if you want to take a photo, you could take a photo with you, but you don't actually have to. You can actually just scan your phone over it with your phone with the photo or the whatever button and it just pulls it up man and uh it blows your mind when you see it it's so unique you know and i think that's one of the nice things about technology now is that it's just getting so easy to do things like that and you know i mean i'm i'm the last person to go out and say go out and get the best and latest technology and stuff but uh, i think i see that the technology is now going into such a convenient area with all these you know i don't know i guess i could call it promotion type things or whatever or you know being able to 
link or connect easily now, uh, you know, especially through the internet, if you're doing shows or if you're doing whatever, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It just seems like it's so much easier to do now. So everything is just getting so much easier and so much better when it comes to stuff like that. And this is just one of the things that I actually see that's actually very unique and very cool. So yeah, I do think that's kind of a neat thing. So uh, if you haven't, you know, I mean, I don't know if this is interesting to you, go and check it out. Go and see what kind of different things you can do with it and uh, just play around with it, you know. And there's a lot of free stuff out there, too. You don't actually have to pay for a lot of these things. In fact, the only thing that I ever actually 100% agreed that I would pay for would be for podcast hosting. And I, from the from the likes of it, I do like SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud, for the most part of it, has actually been the one thing that I've been the most excited about because they actually have a whole profile on there. You can actually have, you know, fans from SoundCloud directly. And then, like I said, they give you your own RSS feed, which you can then feed to Apple Podcasts, to Spotify Podcasts, to Amazon Podcast. Google Podcasts is gone now, but... You can do all those things and it's very easy to do it. And then once you have your profile set, every time you put up a new uh, episode or whenever you actually schedule an episode, uh, then you are good to go. So that is always very, very nice. And it's a great feature. It's very easy. You can choose when they come out, you know. So those are just the great things about it. So I can't say enough about that. You know, there's just so much cool stuff with it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I've said too much, to be honest. Who knows? Maybe I said too much. Maybe I'm giving away all the secrets now. Ooh, nah. I mean, go and do your own thing and uh, try it out. And, um, you know, like I said, if you're getting anything out of this podcast, if you like it, then you like it. If you don't, you don't. And then just have fun. So um, maybe uh, the next episode, we'll talk about some stuff outside. The weather is getting pretty good now so i'm not going to mention too much but um yeah it'll be fun to see on the next one uh we'll go ahead and we'll throw in a low voice or actually this one's kind of strange uh wait is that the same one uh, wow jeez. yeah so we'll go ahead and we'll just sign out we'll talk to you on the next one and we'll see what kind of things we can think up of hopefully this has been informative in any kind of way i don't know maybe it wasn't but hopefully it was and we'll go ahead and we'll sign out we'll see you on the next one i know i said this already but throw on that reverb throw it on throw on that delay Let's adjust the, the delay time a little bit, a little, a little shorter. Feedback, let's add some feedback. Let the feedback roll with ya. Then we'll freeze the da. And then we'll just uh, sound a little different. Like this, and then we'll go up and then we'll go back. Why? I don't know why. I really don't know why. I just I just did it, and then that's what I do on this show. And really, to be honest, when it sounds cool like this, it's actually more interesting. Maybe I should just do the whole podcast like this. Just talk to you like this. Make you confused and stuff. Because confusion is always the best, right? Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. We'll just go ahead and then we'll sign out for you for the third time with a little bit of 70 poly VST in FL Studios 20. 
Ooh, I messed up there. Woohoo! Whoa, alright, well, we'll, uh, we'll sign out for the fourth time now, and we'll just see you in the next one. Peace!